0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you as an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord praise to you, O Christ. Every time we have Holy Communion, we hear the words on the night in which he was betrayed. Dear people, that night is today, Maundy Thursday the day when Jesus gathered with his 12 closest friends in a room to celebrate the Passover one last time. Of course, they didn't know it was the last time. Well, Judas did. And of course, Jesus knows too. His hour has come. This is it. After supper, Jesus and the disciples will leave this place and venture to a garden in the Kidron Valley, where Judas' betrayal will take place with the sharing of a kiss. But today, tonight, for the disciples, this is just another Passover supper with their teacher and Lord. They wouldn't realize until later that it was their last. Do you remember your last dinner party? Do you remember the last time you went to a movie theater? Do you remember air travel, ball games, being out and about without wearing a face mask? If you had known prior to COVID that those would be last things to commemorate, would you have acted or done anything differently? Unfortunately, We usually don't have the knowledge or awareness until after something occurs to realize that it was indeed the last time. And so those final moments take on special significance as we look back, remember, and analyze everything. What you were wearing, what he said, what didn't get said, what we ate, what we did, the sound of her laugh. And usually What we remember is an ordinary moment, an ordinary event that in no way foreshadowed what was to come. A few days ago, we celebrated Palm Sunday with the cheering roar of the crowds shouting Hosanna, still echoing in our ears. But Maundy Thursday isn't loud. It isn't a carefully planned parade. Maundy Thursday is quiet. It is intimate. It is full of tangible, ordinary stuff. The gathering of friends, foot washing, the breaking of bread. Things we can touch. Things that help us remember that on this night, the night in which he was betrayed, Jesus broke bread with his friends, washed their feet, and gave them a new commandment to love one another. Today, tonight, we aren't washing one another's feet. We aren't technically even breaking the same bread. And yet, Jesus' command to love one another is still something we can do. Something we must do. But it's hard. It's one of the reasons why our service began with confession and forgiveness. Because we don't always love one another. We don't always love ourselves. We don't always love God. And is love so important right now, anyway? When there are people out there still working on COVID vaccines and showing up for their essential jobs, people keeping the public transportation system going, people making food and taking care of the sick people juggling full-time work and full-time parenting or grandparenting, people keeping buildings maintained and opened? What is our work? What is important now? What must we do? Here's a poem by Marge Piercy called To Be of Use. The people I love the best jump into work headfirst without dallying in the shallows and swim off with sure strokes almost out of sight. They seem to become natives of that element, the black sleek heads of seals bouncing like half-submerged balls. I love people who harness themselves, an ox to a heavy cart, who pull like water buffalo with massive patience, who strain in the mud and the muck to move things forward, who do what has to be done again and again. I want to be with people who submerge in the task, who go into the fields to harvest and work in a row and pass the bags along, who are not parlor generals and field deserters, but move in a common rhythm when the food must come in or the fire be put out. The work of the world is common as mud botched, it smears the hands, crumbles to dust, but the thing worth doing well done has a shape that satisfies, clean and evident. Greek amphoras for wine or oil, Hopi vases that held corn, are put in museums, but you know they were made to be used. The pitcher cries for water to carry, and a person for work that is real. This poem reminds me that loving one another is real. It is tangible, just as tangible as the physical stuff we can touch, move, and grow. It has impact, meaning, purpose, our love, our faith, isn't anything precious to store safely away in a museum. It is meant to be used. And we can use it now, even in the imperfect vessels of our bodies that came from dust and engage day in and day out with the work of just being alive in a time like this. Today, tonight, love is what Jesus tells us to do. This is what Jesus shows us how to do by taking the bread, saying, this is my body, broken for you. By taking the wine, saying, this is my blood, shed for you. By taking a pitcher of water and washing the feet of his disciples, one by one. Even the feet of the one who in a few hours will betray him. This is what love looks like. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, how old you are. Our work is love. Our mandate is love. God's good news to share with the world is love. Today, tonight, we remember. It may be Jesus' last supper, but our work is just getting underway. Like Jesus, we wash, we eat, we love, because this is what our Lord has done for us. Amen.